welcome to the Tea Hut, the podcast for unorthodox entrepreneurs striving for success by going against the grain, breaking down barriers beyond the biscuit tin, revealing what property professionals and construction workers really talk about on their tea breaks. Join us as we delve deep to uncover what it takes to succeed and be the best version of yourself. Welcome to the Tea Hut podcast again. Those of you that listen to it on a regular basis, I'm Robbie, as you know, and I've got my lovely, my lovely wife in the studio with me today. Better half. Better half. <laughs> um, definitely better half. I say that to everyone. I say, and it's definitely true. So I was going to, we're going to have a little couple of short episodes today, and today we're going to talk about how to have a successful marriage. <laughs> why is that funny <laughs> how to have a successful marriage uh, in business because i know there's probably a lot of you out there that um work with your partners or want to don't <laughs> no but there are isn't it yeah there's probably there's a lot of people out there that start businesses we've been on you know property training courses and we've met quite a lot of other couples haven't we we have and they all ask the same question how do you do it yeah how to be honest i don't know i honestly don't know they they ask all these words of wisdom what do we do and i'm like "Mm, i don't know just roll with it but is is that not like that's the answer to it isn't it how do you do it that is the answer isn't it you just you roll with it you just do it yeah That, that is the simple answer because have what we used to argue about before, that's gone way out the window. Now it's like we we argue. Well, we don't argue. We have debates about work. So I was just telling Frank to turn that <laughs> off because I could fucking whirring yeah, in my ears. Yeah, it's cold. Nah, whirring in me. You can't have that. So, sorry, say that again. <laughs> See what I mean? This is why, right? So this is what it's like. Being married in business, you don't actually listen to what each other say <laughs> at any point. Marriage, 10 years. Is it 10 years? Is it 11 years? Yeah, it's 11. I don't know. No, but so quick. back to the point, just rolling with it. Yeah. Um, And I mean... I think sometimes it's hard to separate family time, work time. I think because we're self-employed who, and our business is everything... We have to work when anything comes in, don't I, we? Yeah, yeah. And I often hear people say, oh, like especially all these people that like a lot of per, uh, pro- trainers and people, mentors, talk, oh, you've got to find that work-life balance. And personally, mm. oh, I don't know if you agree. I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> That's a load of bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and because, let's just say, we're at the zoo with our kids one day, and, I don't know, say Dean's texting you, like, I need this sorted. You'll sort it there and then. There and then, yeah. It's, uh, and yeah, yeah, we could be anywhere. Yeah. But that's not such a bad thing because if I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm home mm-hmm. a lot more than an average working person Absolutely. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, the work-life balance thing is me being able to do that. Yeah. Me being able to live. Mm do what we want to do with the kids and go out, enjoy ourselves yeah. and work wherever I, wherever I am. Yeah. And I'm, and I, I'm, I'm quick to say like, look at the youngers when we're on site, are a little stuck to their phones and I'm stuck to my phone a lot. 
But it's like a computer office in your it hand, is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not that I'm just on the phone bit. texting or talking shit to people. No. I could be answering emails. I could be doing any number of things on a phone. Yeah. Which enables me to 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 do that wherever we go. Yeah. And enables us to live the life that we lead. Yeah. So the work life balance thing for me is being able to work wherever you are. Yeah. At any point. Yeah. And vice versa. Exactly. So, but I understand that not everyone can do that. And how have we done that? I think that's probably what people want to know. How have we got to where we are? What have we done? What Risk. have we done that no one... What have we, what have we really done? Risk. Right? Yeah, yeah. What have we really done that nobody else can do? Well, they can do it. They've just got to take the risk. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was working full time. Yeah, so let's roll back a little bit for give people a bit of context because it hasn't always been like we've had a business and no. we've just like gone from, you know turn into successful business owners or whatever so just i'll let you tell people a bit of context how has it evolved from you know so god how many years ago 2016 2017 well, started the business yeah, 16 16 yeah. on um, paper on paper yeah so i was working a full-time job so that was eight years ago that was eight years ago mm. yeah working a full-time job and when you first said to me I want to start my own business. I held my head in my hands and was like, no, no, you can't. You can't because we had a good wage coming in. We had a decent wage coming in. Well, what I thought was decent at the time. Yeah. And when you took the jump, there was you and two others. But why did I take that jump? Because you didn't want to work for anyone else. The money was okay. Yeah. And the money I was earning was all right. But you could do better. Yeah. You knew deep down you could do better. And you knew I could as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I knew you could, but it was scary from going, having this great wage to then all of a sudden being, oh my God, I've got my own company. Why did you let me take that jump? Because I believe in you, obviously. Because so if not, I would have put up even more barriers and was like, no, Rob, not the time to do this, but you did it. And here we are today. We're now sat in a studio recording a podcast about. Journey. Yeah, absolutely. So it worked, hasn't it? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you know what I'm trying to highlight to people by doing this and talking about it like this is that we haven't really done anything out of the fucking ordinary. No. Like we haven't, you know, just we we haven't had it given to us. It is. It was just a uh, a one. And, you know, I want to get out of the situation that we were in, weren't it? Yeah, but as well, I mean, it's all been natural progression. We started off with Majestic, yeah, with three guys. Before that, I mean, I was, I was when we first met, for instance, we didn't know each other, we didn't have any common friend, mutual friends. No. Uh, you lived 100 plus miles away from me. Yeah. I moved down to live with you. I didn't know anyone. And I fucking struggled, didn't I? We've yeah. worked for a little while. Yeah. And we were we were we weren't exactly we were at that point. I mean, we spoke about this before, and I think this was key, is that we 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 met each other at the right time mm-hmm. of our lives, didn't we? I think we needed each other. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was it was uh, it was do or die for me. I mean, you, you know, I was quite bad at that point in life when we met after after the uh, the honeymoon period, shall we say? Yeah. I mean. You probably, I don't know. I, I think I probably asked you if you ever had doubts before. Did you ever have doubts? You must have. Yeah, of course I did. Do you know what I mean? I, I, and yeah, I, of course and I did. I'm happy to uh, for you to answer that honestly because I know that you had doubts, and you know we went through 
uh, our struggles at the start yeah. and during as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I ain't going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, after the honeymoon period, we had our struggles. And it was fine. It weren't, was it? No, it wasn't. It uh, wasn't. I mean, you had issues. Yeah. Um, mental health issues. And it wasn't just mental health issues. It was addiction. Yeah. So I must admit, if we weren't married, then I probably would have walked away. Yeah, you've said that to me a few times. Yeah. So, I do keep reminding you. No, I know. But it was, so, so our, our, you know, my my view of marriage is that it's a piece of paper, and that you know, if you want to be with someone, you want to be with someone. You know, whether I'm I was married to you or not, I always knew I wanted to be with you. But I know that to you, that marriage means quite a lot more than just the yeah. paper it's written on. Yeah, and it does to me in a sense. But you know, getting married wouldn't have not. Like if you didn't want to get married, for instance, and I did, it wouldn't have stopped me wanting to be with you because it wouldn't have bothered me that much. Do mm. you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was hard. So how did we get through that? Do you know what I mean? How did you, how did you push yourself through that? I think you've got quite an addictive personality. Oh, massively. So, massively. Fucking huge. hell. So, I mean, with your music. Yeah. For starters. Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, you were addicted Which is to why we met, wasn't it? Yeah. And then... She just couldn't get enough of me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm joking. That, that's how we met. That's, that that's how why, met, what yeah. attracted you to me first. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's why So we met. you're addicted to that. Yeah, I was. Then when you started the business, you, you went through your mental health struggles and, you know, the drugs and things like that. And then, so that was another addiction. And mm. then to get you out of that, you had to have something else to focus your mind on. To fill and that along, void. along came the business. Yeah. And the business, it still is, and it's mine as well, is a passion. It's addiction. Because we're always looking, right, what else can we do now? What's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah, always looking to improve. Yeah. I think that's the key. Don't let yourself stagnate. No. It's a good point to make. Always look to improve. Yeah. Always have, uh, always look forward as well, isn't it? Yeah. Try not to look back too much. And I think goals are important. Definitely. You know, together, yeah, yeah, marriage yeah. goals, Definitely. as well as um, goals, individual goals. Yeah. Like, my goals have changed from 12 months ago. Yeah. Mine are completely different now. Have they changed from 10 years ago? Yeah, massively. So that's a... Uh, to be fair, it's kind of done a loop. It's done a loop because I always wanted a house with land and horses. And then that went now out. Now you've got your horse. Now I've got my horse, yeah. You've got your house. Yeah, I've got my house. But a, a house with like a nice chunk of land. Oh, right, we've, got the, we've got the second level house. We're not quite at level three we're not, yet. No, we're not at that. We're not at far from but, but So I'll take from that another, another thing to suggest to people is that always be prepared to evolve and change. Yeah, definitely. But, and don't change be is good. Yeah, change is good. you used to say to me that you hated change. You did. I hate change for the first two weeks. And then once I'm back in routine, it's like, right, okay, I'm all right with this. Let's roll with it. So be be prepared for change, I yeah. think, is a key takeaway from this. Yeah. How to succeed, how have we done what we've done, and that is support each other. Yeah, and you need to be prepared to work 24-7. Mm. You need to, because most of our conversations are about work. Yeah, they, they very are. rarely they're about something else. Yeah. Normal married people talk I do, about. I, I, I agree with the work 24-7 thing. I do, because you know that I'm fucking always working towards something. If I'm doing something, it's always work-related, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, even if I'm on Facebook, social media, it's always related to what I'm doing. It's yeah. not just because I'm sitting there looking at looking other at people. Looking at what people are doing. Yeah, no. you know, uh, I don't do that. I do. 
oh, you know, I don't, and I think you should. I'm nosy. Oh, yeah, but you know, I, I, I don't. I've, I'm always driven, but I've also learned, obviously, since running the business, that we're only as good as our team around us, aren't yeah. we? And that sort of lends itself to saying, like, don't try and do everything on your own. No. Leverage. Leverage. Leverage is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And that even down to having, like, from our business point of view, i.e. the construction business that we run, having good people on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've learned the hard way with that. Fucking have we? Yeah. Massively. <laughs> we I could. Mean, I reckon we could do a whole fucking episode dedicated. On who not to hire. <laughs> All right, that's one episode, but I reckon we could do another one, like, with all the shitty stories and excuses that we've been fed over the years, the letdowns, the promises that have been, you know what I mean? When I have to go and knock on people's doors and try and put them out of bed. Yeah, when they've been lying to me and they've actually been on a a cocaine (laughs) bender for the past three days. We've done all of that, and, yeah, and it's about dealing with them sorts of situations and not letting it, you know... But then, fuck you up. Yeah, I know. Which it borderline did. It stressed me out to the you how much it used to fucking stress me out, Dilly. Yeah. But that that also over time it also it it made me realise what I didn't want to be doing, mm-hmm. and our direction that we were going in, I I wanted to change. Yeah. And I'm glad we had that realization when we did. Yeah. Because we'd been <laughs> through how much of that bullshit. Like th- those are just highlights of what we've we've experienced and. I think again, it's it's the key to success and marriage is mainly uh, roll it back again a little bit. So, you know, when I started the business, it was just me and two mm-hmm. other guys. Yeah, you you had a full time job working for someone else. You were employed. I was employed. Yeah. I had a safe job. Yeah, so I was paid doing, me peanuts. I think that was, was only for like two job. or three years, wasn't it? Until you left. But I started the business, and I think it was two years, three years, and then you left your job. I think it's about two years. Yeah, so I was doing every. I think you were still helping me, weren't you? Yeah, I was. We were but, doing it all in the evenings. Yeah, and I was. I was. I think at first, when it first started, and it was just small, I was doing mostly everything. And then I was like, okay, maybe you can help me in the evenings doing the invoice. And you were like, yeah, okay. So we started doing that. Then it started growing. Um, and then it, it was like, okay, if we're really going to make this work, I think we need to scale it up. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was working on site every day, managing all the guys. I literally could not compute everything, could I? No, and you'd then, come home and be a wreck. Yeah. And, no, and I'd just like to highlight as well that during that early those early years, I actually had a little re- a relapse. Mm-hmm. You know, if anyone don't anyone knows about me, uh, as Ali mentioned, I've got a very addictive personality and I've had uh, my struggles with drugs, alcohol and all that stuff. So... During those first couple of years, when we grew really quickly, and we had uh, we went from three guys to six in like a few months, then to nine, then I think we had nearly twenty guys in the first year, uh, and I, I I was letting it get to me, and I struggled for those those first few years, didn't I? Yeah, massively. And I think that that like you said, had we not got married early on, which we did, we got married like the year after we met. Yeah. Had we not been married when I, you know been going through that stuff early on you you said you'd have found it quite easier to walk away yeah well i nearly did we were married and i was like i can't do this anymore Mm. i just can't do it like it's two-way street i can give you all of my help everything Mm. and when it's just constantly 
pushed back to me yeah. and you're not going to help yourself. Yeah, yeah, You need yeah. to help yourself. And you did eventually. Yeah. But at that point when you were like... Um, I think that was me just learning how to deal with the new stresses I was going through though. And that was the easiest way for me to cope mm. was just going back to my old ways. Yeah. You know, I think... One, but then when you were in hospital mm. for that week, it was me managing the business, the business yeah. and the guys. And they're ringing me and saying, what's happening? And it's like, it doesn't matter what's happening. Just yeah. go to work. Yeah, do yeah. what you got to do. And I'd just like to say that was in the first couple of years when that weren't recently. No. Um, oh, God, no. Not recently. You've been good boys. <laughs> I've been a good boy for a while, <laughs> for a long time. You have been a good boy for a long time. You've come out the other side and... You know, but yeah, back to that. That that was um, that was quite a tough time. Yeah, and I think again, I I was still overcoming. I was still coming to terms with my own grief then. Yeah, I know. Because I think if we just like give a bit of context around that point was I started a mental health support group in Lowestoft, didn't I? Yeah. And then I went and packed. I tried going through the NHS for mental health support, didn't I? Yeah. Didn't get the help I wanted or needed. No. Um, and that's another conversation. But I didn't get the help I wanted. Or needed. But, a bit controversial go on. for you. Yeah, like, go on. Thinking back, it was your drug addiction yeah. fueling your My, mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Fucking million percent. The, the bad choice, I always say this now, the bad choices that I was making was definitely a massive contributing factor to the shit I was going through. Yeah. Had I not been out my face all the time and thinking level-headed, would I make better decisions? 100%. Yeah. But I wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And but I was still coming to terms with a lot of other stuff, uh, i.e., you know, my, my stepdad died when I was eighteen. I sort of started coming to terms with that, uh, and then I, I had a lot of guilt. My dad died late, a couple of years after my stepdad, and there was, you know, you know, the shit that was surrounding that. Yeah. And I, I, I think I was just going through some mad, uh, just inner turmoil. And I, I was, I was just trying to cope and understand it all. Mm. And I think if I'm going back, that I it's like trying to blame something, but I just, I, I really struggled. And you know I did. I struggled at that point in my life. But as well, you were young. Yeah. So if all of that situation happened now... Oh, I'd deal with it differently. You'd be a completely different person. I'm a dad now. Yeah. So you would have complete, You would have dealt with it completely differently. Yeah. But an age was, you know, you were 18. Yeah. 18's a funny age anyway. And then we met, I think... Uh, how old was I when we met? I was 22. No, like 20, 20, no. I was 20. No, you're younger than that. No, I'm, t- I'm 34 this year, so I was 22 34. when we met. Yeah. So I was still quite young then. Mm. You know, you think you know it all at that age, don't you? 18, 21, yeah. you think you you're an adult and you've been through it. And what I'd experienced, I've been through quite a lot, but I was still learning myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and I struggled, and I think because I had so much on my plate at that time. Um, and then I, 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 like I said a minute ago, I started that mental health support group, and now I look back in hindsight, I think I'd done that um, to try and deflect my own issues. You know what I'm like? I'll try and help others yeah. first mm-hmm. before myself, and I think that was a way for me to, and that put a lot of things in into perspective. You mean you come to some of the meetings and met some of the people that were there, and it was fucking humbling for me to listen to some other people, yeah, who had some really shit stories. Yeah, and mine was nothing compared, which put it helped me. Yeah, and that was the turning point for me. I was like, right, I need to sort my shit out now. I've used this for a time, and then I went and I got a private counselor, didn't I? Yeah. Um, and I was, uh, and that's another key thing. 
how to have a successful marriage and business, hold yourself, no, but hold yourself accountable. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I had to do. And for me, that was the turning point. When I'd done that and went off my own back, paid my own money to go and speak to someone, I think I only went for like eight sessions or weren't many for like seven months or whatever it was or I don't know. But it helped. Um, It really helped. And I think probably that was it a bit after that we started trying for Rosie for kids. We're going through the IVF, IVF thing. IVF, yeah. Uh, and again, that was a turning point for me because it's like, right, I'm married now. You know, I've done my adolescent stage. I need to grow up now. Yeah. And when we started deciding that we wanted children, I think that was another thing for me. It's like, right, if we're going to do this, and I'm going to be responsible for another human human being, a little yeah. human, um, I need to sort my shit out pretty much. And yeah, I think it's again holding yourself accountable um, and you know, being prepared to change yourself, don't you think? So yeah. what, what, just recap it for people. What have, what have we said to the the keys to success? <laughs> we kind of gone off on a tangent No, we, have, a we haven't because it's, 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 <laughs> we, we've told our story a little yeah, bit, but have. there's key points in there to say, like, you know, if you want to achieve success in your business or in your relationship and you want to be like us, mm-hmm. here's what you've got to do. It's not necessarily you've got. It's a bullet point list. It's like, look, you've got to be. You got to work together. Resilient. You have got to work exactly. together. Yeah, two heads are better than one. Definitely. Doesn't mean you always always have to agree because you never will. We don't fucking we agree don't all agree. the time, do we? No. Like, but then you do come back to me and go, mm, "This has happened. I'm like, I told you so." Yeah, but you, mm. that happens the come other on, way around it, sometimes. Uh, you know, I don't. That's not. Yeah, it does happen. Hundred um, percent. So hold yourself accountable. Be prepared yeah. to change. Yeah. Adapt, mm-hmm. evolve. Yeah. Um, and you said it earlier, which we didn't really talk about yet, which we can for another couple of minutes, but risk. Risk. You've got to take risk. You've got to take risk. Yeah. For me quitting my secure... Paid. Paid. Good job. Month. And you could have probably stayed there, maybe got promoted. Yeah. And like everyone tells you, when you're at school, get a job, work hard... Yeah. You might get promoted, you might get a pay rise. Yeah, well, I did, got a pay rise every hey, year. Hey, fucking how much? Uh, 2%. Fucking 2%. <laughs> but do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That, that's, that's what we're, you know, traditionally taught. Yeah. Is to go school. Yeah. Don't take too many risks. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Do what you're good at mm-hmm. and stick at it. Yeah. Do you not think that's a load of shit? Yeah. I mean, not, 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 not try and do something you're bad at. No, but if, what if, I'm if you said that to me, I don't know. Seven years ago, eight years ago, I'd been. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you're you're still. I mean, this is quite big for you to come here and sit and do this. I think. Yeah. Because it's a bit out of your comfort. It is massively out of my comfort zone. But you're getting loads better. But at I'm it. speaking to you. Yeah. You know, I am getting loads better, and I think COVID had a massive knock on me. Yeah. Like especially being a new parent through COVID. Yeah. I think that's taken a massive knock on my confidence, but getting out there again. So what's, Networking is, is doing what's been the great. biggest risk for you aside from like obviously leaving the job? That's that's a massive risk for anyone. Every, anyone that we've spoke to in the property space, they want to leave their jobs, don't they? Like yeah. who are getting trained to do like a strategy. The, the story you hear all the time is that I hate my job and I want to leave it. Mm. I know. Okay, that. so the next big risk would be if we didn't get educated. If we're trying to do all of this yeah. without not knowing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, we would have got there eventually. Eventually, We would have muddled through. But yeah. 
education is key yeah. for everything. Mm. And, 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 net, and your network, network. your people, network your friends. Network. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And we've met some really good people, haven't we? Yeah. And we've, we've done that. We've met good friends. We've massive good friends. And yeah. we've done that by taking a risk and getting ourselves out there. Yeah. Because we, it would have been easier for you to stay at your job. Yeah. Nine you to know, five. Me, maybe keeping the business low level, having a few blokes work for us and just doing it like that, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'll have the wife goes to work, got her job, and then you'll have like the self-employed husband, got his own little business and yeah. earns all right money and they live happily. Mm-hmm. Why? But that was never all right for me. No, I don't, we were earning good. Yeah. Like, having a massive team. I think at one stage we were but, probably getting in about what, for a small business like us, like 20, 25 grand a fortnight, was fucking good money. Yeah. And something that we'd never experienced. No. So for us, that that would have been quite okay and respected by our peers had we kept it at that level. Yeah. If but now we're absolutely fucking skint. Oh, yeah. But well, it's all right. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, we're having money in the bank and having... It's invested. Yeah, we, we, is, are, we it, are invested. It is massively invested. But again, that's a risk, that isn't it? It is a risk, yeah. For me and you, looking in the bank and seeing zero or a minus figure yeah ain't a scary thing no it's not i mean for, for a lot of people they'd be like oh my god i, I can't pay my fucking mortgage which we can't <laughs> right no but, but we, we we live like week to week yeah at and, the moment and we have done for a little while but i think that's again risk risk you've got we have literally put everything into this but let's just put some context into that we're not just like we, we're owed like probably like 70 no over a hundred thousand pound at the moment well, more than that. More than so that's what I'm saying. So don't think like we're just sitting there going, "Oh yeah, we're skin." <laughs> uh, that what we're saying is it's a risk that we've we've calculated and you know willing to take, isn't it? Yeah, to and pu- it's coming back very soon. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks. So you've got to be willing to put yourself in uncomfortable positions. Yes, and do things you wouldn't. There is normally a saying, do. isn't there? What's you've that? You've got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Get comfortable. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. And I know all our family around us are going, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" I'm like, that's, he, all right. uh, 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 that's another key thing. Yeah, people around you will be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" If yeah. you're doing something that ain't the norm, yeah, people like the the people that you know and love, yeah, and respect, yeah, will say to you, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, absolutely. And then you will have to fight your corner and say, "Look, no, trust." Trust Just me. Trust me. Yeah. Trust the process. Or why don't you go and get a job? Oh yeah. I've got a job. Yeah. I've got a job. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't see what we. And I think I know they only say it out of love. Yeah. But you got to think. Uh, all of our family are old school. Yeah. Like your grandparents, my mum. Yeah, they're in their seventies. In their seventies. Um. And uh, they and were hardworking grafters. Yeah. And I'm not saying they weren't, but they've they, they're of that mindset, aren't they? Yeah, and, and w- if they're listening to this, I do apologise. No, but uh, no, 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 we're not um, batting you down, but just trust us; it's no, going to be all right. I, lo- I love them to pieces, yeah. and, and it, it's really hard to argue against them. Like I will until I'm blue in the face, but mm-hmm. it's still hard to say like, "Sorry, I disagree with that." When I mean, you respect, like my granddad, for instance, I respect yeah. him a lot, and like when he gives me that stern look, and he's just like, "I don't agree with what you're doing," and I'm like. <laughs> You don't fucking get it, like you know, with just all due wait. respect. Just wait, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it'll happen. So it's coming. Exactly. Don't worry. But that's what I'm saying again. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, "How do we do what you've done?" Just all the things that we've just listed out. Hold yourself accountable. Be responsible for your actions. Mm-hmm. Stick together. Yeah. Work hard and smart, 
agree on the risk. Agree on the risk, yeah, because if if you're pulling in opposite directions when you're taking a massive risk and it's going to fucking, yeah, that's going to be catastrophic. Yeah, Um, yeah, it will. Stick together um, and be prepared for slander. Yeah. Simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. And try not to listen. Try not to listen to Don't it. Don't listen to it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to, isn't it? When it's in your ear yeah. and people are around you and you see them every day. I mean, I know, I've known of her and heard of people have, have cut their family off and not talked to them. Oh, we won't go that extreme. I won't go that extreme <laughs> because, I, you know. But, it, you know, I can see why people do it because when you're constantly getting that in your ear and you've got that voice on you all the time saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, you start, that's not going to work. You start listening to it. Yeah. And then that starts fucking with your mind state. And that's what I am fucking categorically against doing. I mean, you know I don't listen to anyone, really. But I don't, do I? Yeah, you don't. Not even me. No, you listen to me. I do, but right. do you know what I mean? I don't. I, I try not to let anyone sway my judgment on things um, and listen to negativity about things. I like to form my own opinion. Um, but again, if I'm around someone all the time that's fucking negative, it makes me feel negative. Yeah. So surround yourself. With and good. you have got loads better. You used to be the most negative person I know. Very, very, no, very negative. Say, Stop being so negative because yeah. it is a it's a fun vacuum. If I'm honest. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. It's a fun vacuum, and it it just sucks your motivation, it, doesn't massively. it? Massively, it sucks the life out of me. Mm. But. Um, no, I was going to say something me. really yeah, rude then. I know you are. <laughs> My mother's probably watching this, Robbie. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't get away from it, can oh, I? That's going to be a fucking golden clip, that. <sighs> I, I really want to say it. I, I know this geezer's going to be listening to this game. I can't take you in there, can I? Wee! Fucking suck the knife out of me. All right, no, nice one. So, for anyone who's listening, uh, I hope you found that useful. Yeah. You know, that was just a snippet, a real fucking snippet, a small sliver of what we've been through. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, Is there any closing words of advice and words of wisdom you'd like to give to your... uh, your your women listeners are the, the ladies of the uh, community. Make your make sure you get yourself heard, mm. because I find this may be another show, but I find yeah, that um, sometimes you say things or you put up suggestions and you not get ignored, but you get pushed aside. But you feel like you've got to be louder. But you've got to hammer it home. You've got to get your point across. See, see, that's a massive thing. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, again, I hope you found that useful, people. Mm -hmm. And you can always catch us on the other episodes. Ali's probably going to be coming in quite frequently. You'll be able to listen to us on a regular basis. Drop me questions. I want. I want some questions to answer. And how can we? How can people connect with you on on your social media? What are you more interactive on, Ali? I'm more interactive on Facebook. Okay. If I'm honest, I do Instagram, but I don't do LinkedIn and all that. LinkedIn. Yeah. I use your LinkedIn. Yeah, so. but people can find you on there. And yeah. if they want to find you on Facebook, it's Ali Dunchow. Ali yeah. with an I, A-L-I, uh, Dunchow. Dunchow, yeah, please add me. Yeah, connect with Ali. And obviously, probably you can probably find me somewhere. So. Oh, you'll find you everywhere. Your face is everywhere at the moment. So I love it. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And I hope you found it helpful. Yes. Cheers. The Tea Hearts, proudly brought to you by eGrowth Media.